This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is Digital Savage Experience, Episode 9, Company Culture. Well, company culture is really important, it's kind of the bedrock or the building stones of a company and at the core of that are employees, how employees are treated, what it's like to be an employee at a company, the family atmosphere or lack thereof, um, different PR efforts that shine a light that it's the best place to work but it actually isn't. So I want to kind of break down some of my experiences and people close to me in terms of what they dealt with at companies and things to look out for if you're starting your own company, you have a company, you work for a company, you're interviewing and you potentially have a company in mind, some of the things to look out for. So not only am I the digital savage and I've started Novazora Digital in 2012, but currently I'm also head of digital marketing for Cubic Consulting, a business analytics consulting firm that does things like business intelligence, demand planning, and things of that nature, helping clients with a lot of complex business issues and delivering a lot of value. Here, it's actually one of the best places I've worked at in terms of company culture think everyone is there whenever anyone needs something in terms of asking a question uh, collaborating on things being friendly the executive team actually cares so i think things like company culture starts from the top down and you have to be kind of genuine about it there are a lot of companies that put a lot of stuff on social media that they're there for the company um, the company is a great place to work, but it's all smoke and mirrors. None of it's really true. Um, you can tell by some of the employee reviews that are dominated by negative upon negative experiences. But at Qubit, that's not the case. Um, Qubit also has a higher than average retention rate in terms of years of employment for a lot of the consultants because it is like a family um the atmosphere is very good there's a lot of perks uh people are valued people are actually given room to grow and make mistakes but actually learn from them as well so i've been at qubit since last march um and throughout my whole experience everybody's been nice i think i've added value to the company in terms of digital marketing and I've learned a lot about uh, things, you know, that may not be in my wheelhouse. But through it all, um, I've always been felt welcome. I've never had a negative situation. So that's actually very important. But on the contrary, there are places that look amazing, but are the most toxic places that you can possibly work at. So... I don't talk about companies or people or anything of that nature unless I have facts or personal experiences backing it up. And one personal experience I have is my wife. 
uh, Lindsay Prokopchuk. She actually headed up one of the Lovesack stores. So Lovesack makes modular furniture and kind of memory foam beanbags um, in terms of kind of contemporary furniture with a lifetime warranty. So don't get me wrong, the product's a good product, but over time in terms of manufacturing, the quality has gone down a little bit but they still offer a lifetime warranty the product itself is is pretty good but there's actually a major disconnect between corporate and basically the retail locations all the retail locations report to an area manager and then kind of a territory manager if you will but those levels lack leadership i think that's the most important thing as well leadership leadership if there's leaders that actually know what they're doing give direction hold account uh hold employees accountable are there for employees if they make a mistake also admit to it then that top-down approach will kind of trickle down and, and add value but at this company the turnover rate is extremely high even for retail decisions are made on the whim So I don't think you can be a family if you violate employment laws. I don't think you can be a family if you say one thing in a vlog and contradict it on the retail side. You can be a family if you take product out of a store, try to give it to influencers, and then have nothing to sell in those stores in terms of the holiday season. You can be a family if you technically ask your employees to lie and make up stories about fulfillment or why orders aren't coming in. You can be a family if you threaten your employees with termination if they don't come down on their subordinates or they don't meet specific sales quota. You can be a family if you turn employees against each other. You can't be a family if you go off the grid and do things that are against HR policy in any other company and you do it outside of the scope of HR. You can be a family if you have no kind of return policy for employees, but you make things up and trump up different situations. You can't be a family if you run around doing a vlog, but your stores are suffering and you're just doing it for, you know, for sake in terms of vlogs being popular. You can be a family if, you know, you're a good talker, but all you do is bullshit. You can be a family if you have employees that suffer life events. You make them come in, miss specific life events or being there for their friends and family with threats of termination. You can be a family if you practice pregnancy discrimination in your company. You can be a family if all these things happen you can't be a family if all you do is throw together one big party for pr sakes and for other people that sip the kool-aid and think no one else will notice you can't be a family if your company's been in bankruptcy and you have not taken care of your employees through all those in and outs 
you can't be a family if you say you're there for your employees, but you've been sued on labor laws, statues, and have lost in terms of not paying out uh, overtime to your employees. So how do you care about your employees if you can't even compensate them correctly? You can't be a family if all you do is care about profits and reaching a IPO. You can't be a family when all you do is trying to throw money into some nonsense social media that you think will work, but it doesn't because that's not your target audience. And then you get people like Logan Paul that puts hung human beings in the backdrop of their videos and still uses the video. You can't be a family if you send a love sack to 50 cent and expect something in return but you have no product in your store and you come down on your retail employees you can't be a family if your hr is not hr you can't be a family if you tie the hands of your managers don't let them turn around stores you can't be a family if you say in a vlog that a lot of traffic is dependent for your stores on anchor stores but when in one location an anchor store completely moves reduces traffic by 50 percent but yet you raise goals in terms of sales 30 percent i don't quite get the math you can be a family if corporate and the boots on the ground are disconnected You can't be a family if all you do is throw money and then hopefully investors break you out of it. You can't be a family if some people are so spoiled and favorited upon that they throw hissy fits and are forced to quit working and resign in the hopes that they'll get what they want when they were there and get taken back. You can't be a family when you have no kind of ethos in terms of direction you can't be a family when all you do is sell couches you can't be a family if everything you do in the public eye is a smoke screen you can't just make vlogs and expect your company to turn around you can't just ignore issues and brush them against the table because lawsuits will pile up Complaints will pile up and there's no way to answer it. You can't have people working for you for years upon years get wrongfully terminated because they're harassed and all you have to say in terms of any kind of apologetic email is, "Uh, sorry, speak to HR. Really? Well, that's nonsense and you're phony, straight phony, no heartfelt message, no nothing. You do not care. Your company does not care. The culture is in there. You want to make something up? If you fabricate culture, it will be fabricated. If you don't try and don't do things from the top up, if you separate yourself in terms of the executive team, it's like cutting the head off of a snake. Obviously, the body dies. Similar example. If... All of your executive team is clueless, 
running around with egos but have no experience managing or no real real world skills in terms of turning companies around or getting them profitable or even functioning day to day and nothing is going to happen so i mean i've watched the company on social media i've watched the ceo on social media i've deconstructed things that they do and why they do it they want to invest money in influencers influencers with the target demo that have no spending power in their market which makes a whole lot of sense you can put a pretty furniture in some movie stars or influencers house but if that influencer is 20 years old and everyone that follows them are in a 15 25 demo you're gonna expect them to buy a ten thousand dollar sectional are you not ashamed come on now like this isn't even a rant at this point watching all these companies especially a lot of startups because their burn rate of money and what they think of themselves is often outlandish and that's why they don't last yes companies like uber is huge but it's still not profitable it may have a company culture it's had some issues with their ceo but it's still functioning so companies love like lovesack may keep functioning and keep functioning but there's no room for growth yes you've been scaling and scaling and scaling but you're creating such a negative atmosphere and such a toxic environment for your employees that you're going to build a reputation that no one's going to want to work there just the people that i don't want to say brown nosers but people are there like let, let's let, let's be clear you're selling furniture it's a job you're not changing the world you're not creating the cure for cancer you're selling bean bags and modular furniture so let's not get big heads and run around with egos but i mean if you guys want to cry about not getting your way get uh resign from your position and then come back when they say no 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 we didn't mean it because that's the only way you would get your way then i mean that's cool that just shows what that disparaging gap is between you know your regular employee and then the employee that you know is in the little click is drinking the kool-aid is there you know will jump for any situation wrong or right but when actual people come in bring ideas try to change stores around try to change the culture around have formal training uh offer help uh train other managers that are coming in for other stores things of that nature then you know you're the bad guy and you you try to get pushed out well i mean this actually podcast is kind of close to me in terms of you know family being in the situations but i can go on for so so much more This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.